Look up there in the sky. It's a bird. A plane. It's Handsome Boys Comics Hour. Those boys are so handsome. One key free. I don't have the 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 things up. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> one Ruccio. One fortnightly discussion of comics and nerd culture. I'm your host, Robbie Darman, literature geek and writer. And I'm your unprepared other host, Eric Z. Goodnight, professional artist and illustration nerd. We are the Handsome Boys Comics Sario for news reviews, slightly antagonistic banter, much, much more. It's episode 261. Yeah, said anything. I could have just cut it out, but now I have to. I, well, I mean, it's canon now. <laughs> It's okay. It's flavor. <laughs> uh, I was just trying to bring it up in a panic. Uh, I'm like, eh, eh, roll with it. Uh, so, Hansmites, we are discussing Witch Hat Atelier, volumes one through three, later on, Nerba Book Club, for your, for your dose of cute witches. Mm-hmm. The, the fucking cutest. Very cute witches. If you need some cute witches in your life... Oh boy, we got the cutest him. and the witchiest. Got him for you. Uh, but before we get there, we got some other stuff to talk about, including new comic books, Eric. Hot diggity. Hot diggity dog. That's what I always say. Say it all the time. Hot diggity dog. I mean, frankly, I wish you'd stop. Nope. Can't stop, won't stop. It's in my blood. Can't stop those diggity dogs. Just like Sonic. My, uh, those are hot diggity chili dogs. <laughs> Chili dog. Oh god, I haven't watched the Sonic movie. No, I think it's time. It made it it like a what a hundred million. It I don't did. know. It, it made a lot of money. It, it was it, yeah. It was a very successful movie in the before times. Hmm. <laughs> yes, in the in the in the previous era that that ended earlier this year. <laughs> we can move on to our first segment. It's time for Floppy's for nightly. Fallbase for Nightly is part of show. Eric and I will read a selection of the past couple weeks' books. Do you need to buy or do not buy them? Uh, there's motion meter goes from one to five. Uh, I don't know if we're going to actually do the buy. I don't know. We didn't discuss this prior, but we did not do buy or do not buy on our... These are all super indie books, basically. Public, self-published books for the most part, or very small publishers. Uh, because Marvel and DC and Image and Dark Horse and every other big publisher is not publishing comic books right now. Well, you know, we're we're going to... We're going to review different comic books. Do you know why? Why? Because they don't own comic books. That's true. We own <laughs> comic books. Oh, no. We got get the... Uh, There's going to be a lot of Cody Rhodes talk today. Is there? Yeah. It's not. It's for the other podcast that I was really going to do more Rhodes talk, but I guess we'll be do it right now, too. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> no. Uh, our first book is Fab, number one, created, written by Max Gagne, uh, drawn and co-written by Julian Perry, lettered by Nikki Fox Robot. I'll get a last name, Fox Robot. That is, that's something. Is that a, is that a pen, is that a pen name? I assume it's a pen name, but, you know, I don't know. You're, I mean, you're, they're, you're... they're fucking weirder names. My name is Goodnight. Zebulon Goodnight. Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. Um, 
Why is Peter Jackson in this comic book? <laughs> this is why is why why is Peter Jackson a zealot that wants to 3D print Jesus? <laughs> I don't know, but you just made this, this comic. Is, this is that this is this book is crazy fun. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I, I I I I wanted to I want to be nice to all these independent creators. Mm-hmm. You know, these are all small people ostensibly like yourself and me mm-hmm. that are self-publishing stuff. So I want to be this is this is positive week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do genuinely enjoy a lot of this. I think the art's very strong. It absolutely that guy is Peter Jackson. He looks like he's going to go. I mean, he should really be 3D printing hobbits. See, that's the thing that this is Peter Jackson. That's all that Lord of the Ring was prepping him. It was he was it, the first step. Hobbits. Mm-hmm. Step two, Jesus. I feel like I feel like he should do a movie about Jesus and cast Viggo Mortensen. I'd watch it. I would too. I would just yeah. like I would like Peter Jackson to make you know schlocky garbage that he made until yes. he made Lord of the Rings. I want Frighteners. <laughs> I want I want Dead Alive. Um, yeah, dumb, no. dumb ass, dumb shit. Yeah, I want this dumb twice. Yeah, exactly. This. Yeah, I like. I there's no. I don't need to be like positive and kind to this book because i like it i would tell you to buy this book regardless of yeah yeah. this this is it's a lot of fun it it does world building the right way because there's like this weird status quo where we can we're in the future 3d printing has gotten to the point where we can print living creatures and Mm -hmm. he prints an archaeopteryx yeah kind of on accident i don't know yeah i think it's just it just it is just like he it's like, oh, I need scrambling. I need something, a distraction. Uh, sure, Archaeop, it's it's an A word, so it's probably early in the list. You're just like, oh, A's, uh. <laughs> he skipped right over Art Bark and Ant Eater. Yeah, he was just he like, want, he's he like, didn't uh, want those no, 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 that's not enough, wait not enough, Ar- not enough. Ar- wait, Art Barks and Ant Eaters are the same thing, aren't they? They're, they're vague, they're just, they're not the, they're, they are close. They're not exactly the same. They're like crocodiles, alligators. I, I'm fairly certain Ardvox. I think Ardvox and Anators are <laughs> what not. What am I, a zoologist? That's too late in the alphabet. But it has this, you know, this weird set. Oh, yeah, there's 3D printers, and they could print living creatures, and they could print living creatures from any time period, and it got it caused so much trouble, it's been universally banned. And mm-hmm. and then we we start out with this, we're following along this zealot, Peter Jackson, we don't know what he wants. He's just getting a whole bunch of 3D printers. And we have, and then, but most of the story is relatively small with these two detectives tracking him down and trying to figure out what's going on. So we're not getting a bunch of lore dumped on us. We're not getting a bunch of exposition dumped on us. We're getting a character from these two detectives and just and a little bit of flavor of the world building kind of leaking into that. And that's the right way to do it. And the I think keeping it almost all six panel pages, or even if it's more panels that are like bisected six panels. Um, so it's relatively simple construction that tells the story really well. The art is good. It's a fun ride. It's, you know? Yeah, I dig it. You know what it reminds me of is Ghosts in the Shell. Really? Well, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. I think about it. Yeah, I mean, the, for the police procedural science fiction... Like I, 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 the the storytelling, writing, it's all better than Ghosts in the Shell, which is really at its heart pretty bad. Yeah, Ghosts in the Shell did not make its bones on its 
storytelling. No. It was more about the art and the at the time. Um, well, the, what it what it what it made its what it made its money on is people thought that Masamune Shiro was smart, <laughs> and it turns out he's not. Yeah, that happens sometimes. Yep, you get exposed. Yep. I'm a buy on this unironically. Just yeah, this is a good comic book. You should go read it if you can. Go get it on Comicsology. Um, it's a double buy on Fab number mm-hmm. one. It's Fab, guys. I like. I really like. Uh, the- you can you can print a Jesus of your very own. <laughs> oh my God! I don't. I when I when I, when I saw that they were literally printing Jesus, I was. <laughs> I really. I love, I was, it. I love I was, it so much. I, I was really like, okay, yeah, that's. That was the right step. You had to yeah, just no, get, that, that, go all that, the way. Uh, that definitely, that put it firmly in the pro column right there. The fucking 3D printed Jesus. Um, Eric, our next book is North Number One. I can't find a credits page. And I'm not sure. I don't <laughs> think. You have to read the cover. Yeah, I don't think that there is a credits page in this. I'm pretty sure. Unless I'm missing it somewhere in like a. You can like, also check the, I mean, the the, the comicsology credits are often wrong. Yes, they but are. But I would assume because this is like a, a two- submit book. Yeah, it's did a, you say something? It's a two-person team, so I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna largely here. Thomas Ryan. You coming. would assume that they're typing their own shit in so they would get it right. Yeah, but uh, there's two names on the title, so on the cover, Thomas Ryan coming number. He's a writer, Nicholas Santos art. I'm assuming. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I think I like this book despite itself at times. Yeah, I I feel like it it might have some problems, but quite honestly, I find it really intriguing and like it hooks me. You know? Yeah. I I I go along for the ride. I I enjoy it. Yeah, I think it has. I agree. With you. I think it has a couple, a few problems here and there. Um, mm-hmm. I think largely the ending is where it mostly. Yeah, where it mostly like falters because it it like I am a sucker for dumb men in isolated places stories. You're you know if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about me, don't do it straight. You know, <laughs> right to your you face. Don't to, you don't have to broadcast it. Yeah, uh, and with supernatural overtones, which this has, because there's there may or may not My be studio a, is haunted. There may or may not be a yeti in this. <laughs> well i mean there may or may not be a yeti in the real world too or it might be a it might be a, win- a wendigo situation here <laughs> don't make me yell wendigo Wendigo! wendigo i got the fucking sillies today you do i'm i'm, a, I'm for it i'm for it not again it but <laughs> hey we get serious adventure uh, serious explorer man and then he gets attacked by wendigo and we get like some Potentially some drug addict who lo- likes who's really talkative and mm. he's got black teeth. Kind of stupid, but also really charming. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a, 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 apparently a, a a city up near the North Pole somewhere that may or not be real. We don't know. I don't know. I, I think yeah. I wish that the uh, the the I think the pacing could be a little bit better. I think that's my like. It feels like there's a little bit of like the action in the the story doesn't just f- doesn't flow well to me like there's periods where i'm like oh you could have especially the abruptness of the ending of the last page i think mm-hmm. if you saved a couple pages earlier in the book 
and gave us a little bit bigger of a cliffhanger, something a little bit more punchy. Yeah. For me, I feel like it tonally it kind of shifts around when the other characters are introduced, you know, compared to the sort of first part, which I thought was it definitely it grabbed me more intensely. And then when the other characters are introduced, I feel like a lot of the tension is resolved and it doesn't feel quite the same, but I still do enjoy this. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it also it does have like a big tonal shift, but I still like the story. I, I mm -hmm. enjoy the art. I I'm I'm a I, I'm a buy again. Yeah. So of course. <laughs> of course. I'm not gonna assume buy on any of these, Eric. All right. We we are after that well, one you... maybe I just picked chose very poorly that one week where we uh we struck out a couple times on the I mean, you know, just I'm trying to spin this into an Indiana Jones reference. I just don't have the energy. Fair enough. That's a double by North number one. Next up is Beast. Beast Heart. Strikers. Did I did I pronounce that well enough, you think? Uh, you know, you could stand to punch it up. You can you can practice on it. Fair enough. Uh, issue number number one. Words, Lampitz, Art, Joe Hunter with flats by Hank Jones letters. Frank uh, Svedkovich? That's my best guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. I don't know about half the names I say when I read the credits out loud. Uh, they're best guesses. Uh, super. So I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing this was a, a something I suggested. It was, but you picked it because you love Power Rangers. No, I picked it because you suggested it, and I was like, sure, why not? There's no, what, like well, what I suggested else? other things too. Well, the other thing was a, a whole trade. Oh, was it? I don't remember. It was, yeah. So I was like, well, we're not going to read that in floppies, so we can read on it. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was, honestly. It's called Quarter Killers, and it looks cute. I'll read it. But... Oh, yeah. No, it did seem pretty neat. It's old. They who, which which person that I'm sort of tangential to um, that created it, but it did look really neat. But yeah, this is a power, Super Sentai Power Rangers type, oh, type, yeah. type story. Um it's, I definitely have, I have a soft spot for Sentai, despite, you know, I don't really care for Power Rangers that much, but Sentai, I, I appreciate the sort of simplicity of it, you know, whether it's fucking Sailor Moon or whatever. Yeah, and I think, I, I think there is, there's like a line where like it could, like, I don't, I, I've tried, we've, I think we've read some of those, the Power Ranger comic books, and we've definitely have and i thought we've always been like oh these are for what they are they are good but not really not enough to make me want to read they're not like the transformers books where i'm i read those transformers books and i go oh so you're these are, saying this you're saying this book needs gay robots this i think most comic books if they have robots already in them they should be gay i have a, at least a gay robot in there i mean i think that it's fair but i think this book is aware of the the tropes is aware of the kind of expectations of a Power Rangers type, a Sentai type book, and plays with them enough. Is silly. It's the I I like the arts or it, the the cartooning mm. is is fun and light, and the very fact that all the villains are like uh, Glyphids, they're like the, the Mothman and the Chupacabra <laughs> and stuff like that. It kind of that was the final thing that won me over. I'm like, oh, they're fighting Chupacabras and Mothman. That's okay. I'm. You got me. You got now, where me. Where did you say glyphids? 
Isn't that right? Where? What am I? Cryptids. 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 Is what you mean? What's a glyph? Glyphid is something. I've read that word somewhere. I I don't know. You'll have to ask Daddy Google because <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm gonna I'm gonna see it, where it, it where feels my... like a real word to me too. And where it... did? Oh, I'm an... I know Eric. Uh huh. <laughs> we really do have the case of the sillies today. Deep this Ro- is the COVID madness setting in. Deep Rock Galactic. Those are the the oh monsters. my god. The monsters are glyphids. Oh my god, this shit has bled into real life, finally. <laughs> it's taken its time, but I was like, I finally transposed word, those words in my brain. But cryptids, you're right. That is a, for those listening that don't, that is a video game that we play. Yeah. And have played for years at this point. It's finally out, I think, now. Yeah, it's it's not in uh, early access anymore. They still add stuff all the time to it. Um, I don't know, I like this book. It's, it, lovers. it's fun. It's, it's, a, yeah. it's a fun adventure. Uh, I'm a, I'm a for it, not a get it. I'm a buy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Double buy. Beast, Beast Heart Strikers. Number one. Is that better? I just, I, <laughs> it I, is. I put it more is. into it. I did. I I I put a little more uh, chest to do it. I think. Okay. I'll have you know the 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 gentleman who who wrote this comic mm-hmm. is a friend of mine, and his girlfriend chopped me in the chest at Heroes Con. So they're good people. <laughs> That's all that matters if you, yeah. It's true. It's true. Uh, so that's double buy on Beast Heart Strikers number one. Next, last, no, next, not last, next. God of Heart number zero. Uh, I also know, te- no real, I don't know. There's not an actual like credits, credits page in here, but there is like a resume basically at the attached to the end. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was strange. It opened right up to it. So by Sean, Sean Manolato, um, there is, this is, uh, zero issue there are i think of like a full run of issues on this that came out all there's like i i didn't look through all of them but mm-hmm. one two i saw one and two and they were five dollars a piece and this was 99 cents so i was like let's try the zero issue for 99 cents and not spend i feel like for a buck this is a pretty sweet art book even though these scales on this 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 person's skin give me the heebie-jeebies is that a good heebie-jeebies or a bad heebie-jeebies? No, no, heebie-jeebies are never good. Oh, okay. Never? What I can't it? help but think that there's some kind of racist undertone to heebie-jeebie. I, I don't. I, it will, will. I don't know. Well, I can't wait for heebie-jeebies to be canceled. I think they're fine. They're, I mean, I'm sure that it is. It's like, I don't know. Whatever it is, it creeps me out. Makes my skin crawl to look at. Yeah, the art in this is good. Yeah, it's awesome. This is this is definitely a dollar art book with a resume. <laughs> it's pretty legit. Yeah, there is like it. It, it is clearly lore to mm. try and uh, set up a story. I assume that starts with number one, because uh, there's like several pages here where it's just like pa- some paragraphs of information about gods mm-hmm. and gods who have lived and died and then reborn and then humans came and there's you know setting up. It's a, some world building, basically mm-hmm. getting that out of the way. I'm, I would say for ninety eight cents, yes, this is a good art book to buy. I don't know about, mm-hmm. I don't know if it makes me want to buy God Heart number one though. I mean, at least for me, mm-hmm. setting up your story and doing your info dumps this way and trying to wow me with your world and characters this way, this is the surest way to get me to not give a shit about what you do um this is very 
very strong art though and it's impressive that he's done something this thoroughly thought out and complete feeling by himself so it is it's got a lot of good stuff going for it for sure yeah and i i don't i i'm i it's it's the very any book that i I, i'm i frankly don't like it when people like neil gaiman do this so when i don't know who you are what you mean in Sandman, when he Neil Gaiman just puts paragraphs of text in Sandman, I'm not necessarily like a big fan of that. I get what you're saying, but you know, at least you get to look at Todd Klein doing weird shit with the lettering, and <laughs> it's, it's at half, least he writes a poem or something. You know, it's half unreadable because oh yeah, and 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 fucking why is even Todd's been putting red on black now? The, those colors don't have contrast guys don't <laughs> use don't use little scripty do font don't do it i want to read stuff i want to i don't want to have to work for it yeah. god no that's the whole point is text is supposed to be easy to read fuck <laughs> uh i would say i'm a buy on this book it's 99 cents and it's pretty for sure uh, but if you buy it and you like the art enough, you can go read the rest of those books. I mean, I think that's like largely I think that's the marketing strategy is, you know, you release mm-hmm. the first thing for cheap, try and lure people in. But I would also say I feel like it's a yeah, for a buck, it's a it's a good hook. And he's a super strong artist. I like it. Thumbs up. I would I feel sorry for every I like this does feel like, well, oh, it's like half portfolio because of the weird resume at the end. But it does feel like it cheapens it, but I don't know. I, I think you. I think the, the the he could have done the same thing in a a less overt way. But whatever, bless his heart, he did a good job. He's a very good artist. Yeah, I think he deserves some success. Yeah, double buy. God hark, God hark, God hark. Number zero. So I, I like the title too. I'll say that it's mm-hmm. like, it's a good title. Uh, next up, streamliner number one. Bye bye, Lisa Dora. <laughs> it's a very silly title it is uh written and illustrated by fane with an apostrophe i don't know what that what's the is what it pro, is it? profane is it is apostrophe fane it's not credited like that in the comicsology thing written and illustrated by apostrophe fade colored by isabel rabaro that's uh, a that's so weird that's really strange um i mean this book's very pretty i like how it looks a lot I love how it looks. I like this book a lot. I you seem you seem soft on it. It's just the very beginning and the very end. The la- like the first three pages and the last page are like or the last couple pages are the things that like push me away. Like I'm liking all this stuff. I like the I like the the old the old the old daredevil the old stunt driver the old mm-hmm. spe- like I like him. I like his his granddaughter. I like leather jacket hair man yeah, uh johnny johnny bravo johnny uh dark hair johnny bravo but th- and but then at the very beginning of this book there is like a prologue of, mm-hmm. of the of pr- the present and then we have a time a time jump to 10 years in the past and then the rest of the book takes place in the past i'm like well just start you don't need to give us the i don't like i don't know the context for why they're all returning to this place so I don't know what it means, and it's not really adding anything to the story. I don't know what it. So 
Like all I know, is, what. all I know is the place a, falls apart by the end. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you the scoop here. Okay, go ahead. You draw a book like this, I'm gonna forgive an awful lot. <laughs> okay, well that's you. Eric. This looks, this looks really good. I like the character. Like honestly, it's you got you got rockabilly doofus guy with a shotgun. And they're gonna they're gonna drive fast cars. Well, here here's my here, and it's it's got fucking babes in it, and it is really well drawn, and I'm here for it. Like I, like I don't need to overcomplicate it. Like I I I agree with you from like a pure like you can tell this story better, and I I hate jumping back and forth in time unless you're really smart about it. You know. Yes. I I I. Okay, can I? But, can, but can I, w- well, when you have one one person, a singular person, you see it in manga, in particular, when the writer and artist are the same person, and shit's not it. It's it's written by a person who's not a professional writer, and sometimes it's a little not perfect, <laughs> and I will live with that. I will read Mobius's terrible comics. I will read some manga that's not as good as it could be and i will love and appreciate all these things this is i i'm 100 on board here i i i fucking love this okay well um i didn't i that was still complaint number one is beginning complaint number two the final page where we get attempted gang rape like why yeah i agree with that that's never i don't know like why is that, why that's, are you that's not a, that should not be a plot point ever. I agree with that. Like you can have them hitting on her and yes. her like go like fuck off or whatever, and then then we have uh, Johnny Bravo coming mm-hmm. in with a shotgun saying, "Hey, she's leave her alone." Whatever. That's really fine. But like yeah. when they start attacking her, I'm like, okay, okay. Well, I don't like your comic book anymore. Like I don't care how pretty it is, mm. which we've already the. This is like the a mini berserk review, basically. Um, I don't know. I still think it's like I'm interested in more of it, but um, I I think general advice to anyone writing anything like you know, you're including your. It's like it's a very fun types. It's a very fun story up until that point, right? Mm-hmm. It's just it's fast cars, idiots mm-hmm. w- racing sp- on a desert. With uh, on an airplane, gasoline, a gas station, like we got a, a grandpa who can just like look at motors and they they pull apart in his brain. We got mm-hmm. we got a uh, uh, temperamental granddaughter. Okay, fun. And then you're like, ah, what about that? It remind it feels very like this feels very much to me like a like a tribute to like pulpy grindhouse, you know, car stories. Which would also have uh, uh, random sexual assault thrown in because they wanted they had to include nudity in their stories and they didn't really care. Well, about there the, is no nudity. In there this. is no nudity in this. This is, this is a, as, as a step far up. as assault goes in 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 media. This is pretty mild. Mm-hmm. Nothing, not like everything stops before anything happens. Like I feel like this is a strange. Yeah, it shouldn't be in it, but this is like it brings me down, man. Especially when it's the I understand, and you're correct. And I don't like seeing it in any media anyway. I mean, 
like I kind of understand because he needs something really punchy as a, at a hook at the end, but it's really stupid that like all these people just show up and they're like, oh, girl, like it it doesn't. I don't know it. It's it is dumb. It is lazy. It's not a thing that I think should be in really any media, just because it's dumb and lazy. Yeah, I mean, I'm um, still here. I'm but, st- I'm gonna say I'm still a buy because I still think yeah, the, the I, vast majority of this book is good. I don't think that this is gonna be like just a book of sexual assault. It it has nothing to do with the rest of this story. But I mean, I think that's the thing. Like when you. I myself am guilty as anything where you make, you know, I don't know, unforced errors where you're like, oh, I just I uh, like going after like a creative vision. And then you're like, oh, I, I didn't need to include that. Or I need to. Mm-hmm. That should have been looking back that I don't need that. You know, you look back at it, but their art is still very good. And I still do like, you know, uh, Johnny Bravo uh, with a shotgun. <laughs> does he even get a name? Right. Did they, does he name himself at all in this in the comic book? Remember. I don't either, uh, but I assume you're a buy as well. Oh, mm, I <laughs> love this top to bottom. Uh, that's double buy. Streamliner number one, bye bye Lisa Dora. They all have little looking f- f- in the to the future issues. They all have like little subtitles, like Streamliner mm-hmm. number two, something 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 something. So that that's also very feels very cinematic. You know, it feels like very pulpy seventies to me. Um. That's it for floppies. We might have more indie books next time. Uh, DC says they're going to put out books on the 28th. So we'll see if that actually happens. Uh, apparently the distributors they're using are just the two largest chain comic book stores in the US. So I don't know if that's a good idea. We'll see. I guess it's a wild, wild west right now. Diamond's starting again in May, they say. I don't know who the hell they're... Comic book stores aren't open. Like I don't know what they expect to... I mean... Let them do whatever dumbass old man shit they want to. I mean, I know. I don't know. I don't know. It's very, very strange. Like, it's very optimistic. Like, oh, yeah, in May. I'm like, are you kidding me? May? Like, the, the, I mean, the one of the big problems, and even if a lot of this stuff legally can go out, like, there are going to be some idiots that are going to be going out, but plenty of people are going to be staying the fuck home still. Mm hmm. Because people are fucking scared. There's. There's scared people and there's idiots and there's going to be a lot of sick idiots soon. Yeah, that's quarantine talk, with Eric and Robbie. I mean, what else is there? I mean, we also, we literally have another podcast where we'll probably talk about this more too. So uh, that's it for floppies for nightly. We'll have more books next time. Uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for checking in. Checking in is the part of the show where Eric and I. Talk about what we've been up to the past couple weeks. Uh, give you recommendations or anti-recommendations, cr- cr- reviews of things we've read and seen and played and done. So, Eric, how, how's it going over in yeah. Cobb? How, what's the kind of media or, or have you been consuming? More Animal Crossing and Doom fucking Eternal, baby. How is Doom Eternal? Very good. Unsurprisingly, very good. I've... I have... I've, Very little that I that I don't like about it. I've heard some criticisms. Those people are wrong. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna like it. Oh well, yeah, I, I mean I, I I will say it is very different. Um, one common sticking point that I've seen a, a lot of people have, and their opinion is wrong, is there is one enemy who is called the Marauder. He is introduced as a boss, 
and kind of as part of the progression of the game, things that are basically that are basically bosses first become regular enemies. The thing about the Marauder is he's basically invincible and has a like a, a weak point, and you have to attack him like it's it's like punch out, you know? Yeah. And people think that it's too different from the rest of the game. And he's I mean, most people who know things and know how games work can point out that he's exactly like the Marauder, or not the Marauder, the the Arcvile, who when he appears, you have to fight him because all he's gonna do is resurrect all the other guys and then kill you. So yeah. Whatever, Doom Eternal's awesome. It's so st- it's so stupid. It's so stupid. Oh my god, it's so stupid. There's there's a point where in the sto- in the story story in air quotes yeah where the Doom Slayer lo- like climbs inside a cannon and launches himself at a at a military base. It's so dumb, and it's just glorious. How do you okay? Can I, can I ask you how do you how how have the 3D platforming elements uh, hit you? <sighs> I will admit because there's there's different you can feel different um, uh, influences in this. Like I would say that it has some elements of Metroid Prime and even Mario, which feel a little weird. It feels different, but it's fun. There are definitely some times where it's making you do fucking jumping puzzles and it pisses me the hell off. So I could have done with a little bit less of that. You know, it's Mm. not perfect, at least in that regard. It is a thing that sometimes annoys me, but I, I won't deny that it's interesting. You know, the stages feel huge and you can move so far. And that's that is an interesting mechanic, you know, like you can double jump and dash twice in the air. So you can be airborne for a really long time. (laughs) And kind of as a result of that, there's a lot of stages that just don't have floors and it feels really weird and really different. And it's like unnerving. It's very interesting and super different from Doom 2016 and basically anything else. But I think it's still really really tremendous i'll be playing it eventually you you definitely should one of my favorite things and i'm still trying to unlock it so one of honestly one of my fondest memories of playing the original doom was playing it with the cheat codes because we were kids and we were bad at video games Mm -hmm. so we would fucking cheat and get all the guns and be invincible and kill all the monsters um so you like there are cheat quote unquote cheat codes in this but you unlock them by finding floppy disks in the game and if you find all the floppy disks there's a little computer like the uh the doom slayer has like his dorm room where he keeps his toys I, and I believe, guitars and I, guns i believe it's called the doom room is that what it is who told you that i just that was a joke that i just made the Doom Room. Seven. Well, it, it, it canonically that's what it is now. Okay, can't it can't be the Doom Dorm? Um, but he that it is it's literally he keeps guitars and toys and guns there. 
Oh, and this... big stacks of magazines. So it's canon that the Doom Slayer himself plays is the makes the soundtrack to Doom. Like he's responsible for rip and tear. I don't and... know. I don't know. He's is, got he's mi- got guitars is, made out of demon spines and is, shit. Is Mick, it's so fucking retarded. It's is Mick so Gordon stupid. the Doom Slayer? Is who? Mick Gordon. He's the guy who makes the soundtracks for Doom. I assume he also did the soundtrack for this. I think he is. So I I, I guess so. He, he does a lot really of good. It, it. It feels a little different. This one. It, it feels kind of like this soundtrack was a little bit more the original vision that they had and that it was a little bit more sent forward and stuff like that. Personally, I really like the more guitar forward uh, 2016 soundtrack. And in general, I kind of like the tone of 2016 more because it is, it is really over the top and stupid, but kind of taking itself seriously. This is over the top and stupid and not taking itself that seriously. Most of the time, like it's, but it's awesome. It's so dumb. There's literally a part at the end, near near the end, let's say, where you get the, the friggin' Doom Sword. Mm-hmm. And the, the Doom Slayer, he literally raises it in the air like fucking He-Man and lightning strikes it. It's almost exactly like the I, ha- I Have the Power, like, you know, animation. Mm-hmm. And I, I gotta admit, that does something for me. <laughs> <laughs> that that hits all all the Eric notes right there. <laughs> yep. It it does that sword is great too. You know, you 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 uh fight cyber demons as regular enemies and it can one shot them. It's great. It's amazing. <laughs> That's the, the progression of the game is it you know, it builds you from struggling with enemies and then all of a sudden you're killing everything and fighting uh, a giant demon the size of a skyscraper. It's pretty fucking good, but don't 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 expect you know. It's 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 stupid. I like my games it's very stupid. serious and have perfect mm-hmm. lore, and they can't be silly. I only play the my dinner with Andre video game. It's my favorite. It's my favorite video game. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. <laughs> have you ever watched my dinner with Andre? I don't think I need to. I don't know. I think we've. I think you've asked me that before, many time, many years ago. I don't. I. I. I still have not watched it. It's all right. That's fair. It's all right. It's. 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 It's like a stage play, basically. It, it's. You know. It's. Oh. It's a lot of. It's a. It's a. Lo- it's a lot of conversation and very good writing. But you know, if you don't want to watch people have conversations for ninety minutes, then you're not going to have a good time. That's where we're gotten to, where we're talking about my dinner with Andre. <laughs> I mean, it's a natural progression from Doom to He-Man to my dinner with Andre. So you've been playing that Animal Crossing, I hear. Oh, yeah. Have I not? We've, I've, I had to have checked in with Animal the, Crossing I, before now. That, that, is my, that is my joke, Eric. We've literally talked about it. for This is our third episode in this run row where say, we talked about Animal Crossing. Been. It has to have been. I don't remember... I don't know. I don't remember having a whole lot of conversations about it on the air, but that's probably just because every day bleeds together and everything's the same. Uh, how's the treat? I keep. I, I'm glad that I picked up Doom, and it's it's nice to bounce back and forth between the two. Frankly, I had gotten really bored, fucking picking up fruit and getting stung by bees. You know, I I really needed to be away from Animal Crossing for a while and. Missing a couple of days and coming back. It, it feels pretty all right. 
come back and say hello to Isabel. I am 30 days in a row every day because I got you know, Mazel Tov. I, I, it's not like it's a it's not like it's a bad game. It's fun. I but I'm sure simulator. I get a little tired of it. I'm, I just catch bugs. Most for the most part. I just. Oh, catch, yeah. It's I just, great catching bugs. I just we've have a lot of flowers. Uh, we have basically a bug catching uh, route. Where it's just like yes, flowers, 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 and we have the. I did the same thing, and we've got a bunch of. Uh, my wife Kim has basically curated so that we have like all the unique colors, and mm-hmm. we get a bunch of bugs, and I just do that for a couple hours until I I get a couple hundred thousand bells, and then I go buy and I get a couple hundred thousand, huh? Yeah, I I don't buy, I don't catch all, I don't. Eric, what do you? What am I? I don't waste time on the pleb bugs i premium bugs only <laughs> i'm gonna that you need you need that as a shirt premium bugs only premium bugs only i only get the 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 pink white orchid mantises that are worth four thousand bells piece i catch the premium butterflies none of that common butterfly crap all right oh yeah of course uh, I don't catch. I scare away bees. I scare away ladybugs. I scare away normal praying mantises. Get out of here! Get out! I don't want you clogging up my bug spawns. Now and now, guess what? Fishing again? No eggs. Oh. No eggs. That really has been pleasant. Oh my god! No I eggs. Definitely. I I I definitely didn't play on that Sunday as a protest. I thought it was incredibly rude. And I don't know if anyone else's game did this, but I can only assume that it was an event that everyone had. But my island had a fishing contest the Saturday before Bunny Day, and I'm just like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. I did it. I did it like twice, and then I was, I just caught bugs again. (laughs) I I did Mm it. I did. Because, and you just use, uh, I just use bait until I caught like 10. And then I'm like, okay, I got it. I got the thing. I'm good. Goodbye. I don't need all that crap. I don't want, I don't like all the prizes. There's so much of random. I looked at the list. I went, I Googled fishing contest items. I'm like, uh, I don't want any of that. All right. I don't care. Yeah. Let I mean, me in, in general, catch bugs. Yeah. Catch bugs. I don't know. I love... you, so I, I, I assume you've, uh, you've unlocked all the, all the houses you've gotten through the whole thing. Uh, I mean, we've gotten basically everything except the final Nook store upgrade, uh, which we'll be getting probably within the week because it, it's time gated mm-hmm. but after that yeah we've we i have we have a bunch of bridges and a bunch of inclines built up all around our we hit the bridge limit we can't even build any more bridges uh but we got inclines everywhere up to our little terrace our little hills hilltops you'll have to show me the way you did your flowers i need to up my game because i'm i mean i'm only getting i don't know 30 maybe 40 k a day not not a whole lot. If you're getting a couple hundred thousand a day, you're doing pretty well. I mean, it's like over three runs. It's like sixty or seventy k a run. Um, but that's it's the that's uh, still pretty significant. I mean, you, I don't know that I really care that much about. That's that's one. Of, that's another reason I've stopped being that interested in in uh, Animal Crossing. Is I don't really care that much about min maxing this fucking shit. This is a dumb little game where I where i pick up bugs on an island it's it, mm-hmm. it's i i don't really want to stress out about being an entrepreneur i want to i want to talk to to penguins and squirrels and mm-hmm. and, and and fucking like 
turn put give uh get turn in bugs to the bug jail. Mm-hmm. That's I have a mouse uh, villager named Marshall, mm-hmm. and he called Blathers the he called the museum a bug jail. That's precious. I He's love like, that I man. The villagers are so dumb, and I love them. They're I, good. I really like all my villagers. They're so they're such idiots. Yeah, they're good. My favorite is this dumb reindeer that says "chow down." at the end of all of his sentences for some odd reason because that's 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 how japanese people think speech flavor is supposed to be i have a a a viking bull named vic that's great who has a nautical themed house that's great that's um, great yeah I love that. uh also i released a book on easter uh you can, hey. you guys should go listen you should go buy it it, it, it wasn't bunny day themed though. no it's called the split circle uh, I talked about it before, but it wasn't out yet. It is out now. Please go go buy it on Amazon.com, or you can read mm-hmm. it for free if you have Kindle Unlimited. Uh, it is it is soccer themed. It is it is here here is it I've is gotten cult themed. I've gotten it honed, Eric. I've got the the pitch the current pitch honed. Let's hear it. I'm here for you. I'm cheering you on. Uh, an exiled American must investigate a soccer death cult in a small Eastern European town must face the split circle okay it's not bad it, i think it can no, be that honed. was that was i feel like you've got everything like that's that feels like it's like 90 percent of the way there yeah and then the last 10 percent. it's, it's like you built years. me up to nothing is the only my only critique of that uh, yeah I, I mean that's honed down to it's basically amazon advertising and they only let you give you 150 Mm-mm, characters dude, i mean you do like that sentence is a, it's like a good hook but you kind of well, I'm trying to explain yeah, the split like circle, and I need to get more cultish. I need like cultish, a cult sentence, mm-hmm. basically. Is the the second sentence needs to be like a cult punch sentence, but it's hard. Yes, that was good though. I feel like you're good. I, like, you, I, I feel I I feel like it's you you you're you're selling me. I'm digging it. So your elevator, your elevator pitch. It's got it's gets better and better, and then it takes three years yeah. to the last ten percent. Um, hey, so if you like cult stories, you like horror cult, you know, like harvest home or children of the corn or there's also of course you have a bunch of time to read stuff oh what like maybe you you can go go check that out i appreciate it uh anything else you want to touch on before we get to witch talk Mm -mm. okay let's talk about some fucking cute witches yeah uh we can move on to our final segment it is time for nerdbo book club Nearby Book Club is a part show. Eric and I will assign a longer collected work and discuss it in depth like you would a book a, in a book club, except it's a comic book this episode. We are discussing Witch Hat Atelier Volumes 1 through 3. <laughs> what, do you, what do you, what's what's so funny? What are you laughing at? Do you know what the title of it is in Japanese? Uh, n- I don't, actually. Pointy Hat Atelier. <laughs> That's good. It literally is, because like, I got really curious because they call all the characters witches, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And normally when they do that, they're they're saying Maho Sky, magic user, you know? Mm-hmm. And I looked around forever to try and figure out what they were saying, and I did, like, that is confirmed. They're saying magic user. Um, I think calling them witches is just kind of, you know, part of the, the, the style guide for this, I guess. <laughs> but but yeah, the title is Pointy Hat at Atelier. I'm for it. You know, God bless. This is a dumb, cute comic. I I like it. Yeah. Kamome Shirahama 
is the uh, writer and artist. God damn, can this woman draw? Yeah. Uh, God damn. Like, I, I, one of my favorite artists of all time, and I would, I have a gut instinct as a influence on her, is Katsia Tirada, who, like, he, he does lines kind of like her, um, but also, like, his drawings are, like, very kind of emotionally resonant in the same way that these are. This is delightful, and I would, I, I'm glad we did it for book club. I was absolutely not aware of this r- ridiculous comic, and I kind of want to read all of them, even though I, <laughs> I'm invested in the story, but I could also forget about this forever. But like, I want to look at these pages forever. Yeah, the that the first thing I saw when I, I like I I've owned the first volume of this in physical format for a year plus now. And I had really just seen the art. I had no idea what the story mm-hmm. was. I just sighted and seen. I'm like, Oh, this looks beautiful. I'm just going to buy a, a manga of it. Oh, it's $8 for the, I mean, on Amazon. Sure. Order it. Um, and that's the thing that immediately is like, Oh, that looks beautiful. And it looks cute. Sure. Give it, give it here. Um, but it, it's hard to overstate how gorgeous <laughs> How gorgeous it is. It's it's staggering. Katsuya Tirada is not a slouch. If you know what his art looks like off the top. I mean, just God. I don't know. He's... I, I would say one of the... He's as esteemed as Katsuhiro Otomo, who created uh, 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 the Akira comic books. Yes. He's, he's in that tier of artists. The, the highest echelon. And... This is honestly comparable. Really, 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 really good. I, I, it, I think you know it's it is very much it is that young magic user uh, learning the ropes story. You know, it has been done a lot. So I think there's trillions of them for sure. It's yeah. not heavy on concept, but it. I think there's a couple like interesting elements thrown in here that make it that add a little novelty to it the very much the fact that it's like oh the the because if you read just the pitch for that first volume it really only covers like the first six pages it doesn't it doesn't it does not it doesn't give away the fact that oh no she actually anyone can do magic all you got to do mm-hmm. is just be good at the the know the right how to draw the right uh spells basically and I think that's interesting that it, this is effectively like a big metaphor for being an artist. Someone who's so clearly obsessed with making nice lines. I mean, that's what it. she even says in the back. I think the first volume, it like there's like a small little afterward where she talks about. Yeah, this is it very like they were she was talking to friends and they were talking about the magic of creating art. And it kind of spun out into what this is. Um but I didn't, you know, that is in itself the, the very fact that, oh, it's it's not inborn. It's not like, you know, it's not Harry Potter. It's not like, oh, yeah, you can do magic or you can't. It is. No, actually, it's just a big secret that they just don't want it getting out. They want everyone to they don't want everyone to know that anyone can do magic because it caused hell on Earth, apparently. <laughs> Some ter- like terrible atrocities happened. Yeah, uh, this is th- this this. 
this this book is set after doom eternal happens it's like the well i have to you have to i assume that like because there's the 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 what are they called the 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 law the the magic police uh when i don't know but friggin knights eternal i yeah, don't know knight, they're knights the the magic the, the knights are, i don't know yeah the magic knights they come and they the are dumbass knights they yeah, are so stupid they're they're not they're not kind uh i mean they're well, they're idiots they're just like what you're the first child i've seen obviously you caused this fucking jesus they're i mean it's very authoritarian and i mean that's the kind of general uh feeling you get from just like the magic users in general like uh kifri is like the he's in like kind of a loner and he kind of like you get the idea that he purposely has stayed away from the main the main cities he has purposefully purposefully kept his apprentices separated from the 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 rest of magic culture because it is very authoritarian and a very uh very much like oh well you screw up oh gone there goes your memories bye your 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 life's gone now because you did one thing wrong uh, one a kid saw you do magic so now your memories and the kids memories are all gone they remember other things it's not like he's completely like turning them into a... uh, they the way that Kiefer does talk, it to the old man and the old man's fine i don't think they do to the old man i think that's a i think that's a misdirect I mean, you're. It's possible that's right, but I don't. I. I. I think. I don't know. I think that is a mystery. I think that the. I feel like that is just meant to, because that's during the chapter where we're. I'm very. You're very much like. Is Kefri up to like shady shit? Like after he gets the the twinned ink pot. I could. I could see it being a red herring, but really, I just want to think that he's a. He's 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 complex. He's doing some fuckery here. Well, I mean, there's that. I think that's I mean, the very fact that he brings in Coco at all is mm -hmm. not. I mean, appropriate. Uh, he's a grown man kidnapping little girls and taking them to his his <laughs> art studio in the in, in, in the Italian countryside. This this like, I don't know the real world. This would really be setting off some alarm bells i don't particularly want to inject any of that right uh sort of skepticism into this which should just be about four adorable girls doing dumb adorable shit like that's all that's i don't know that's all i want right i guess he, he, he just needs to be pretty and non-threatening i was gonna i was gonna ask is there i'm i picked up on key free el Ruggio romance um Oh, well, dude, okay. There's, you gotta give me some. Well, I was really distracted by the fact that he looks just like Dante from Clerks. <laughs> you're just seeing, you're Peter Jackson, you're seeing Dante from Clerks. You know, he wasn't even supposed to be here today. Human beings all look alike, okay? He wasn't even supposed to be here today. I, okay, you're just, just, you're gonna sit there and you're gonna look at, you're gonna look at panels that I've made. Because I am a dumbass. What is, what is this? <laughs> There's another one. There's another one. Look at that one. Oh no. 
<laughs> do you want to? You should read it for everyone. Do the voice. Uh, well, I already did that. I'm not supposed to be here today, so. <laughs> Am I reading this manga style, Eric? I assume. Yeah, you have to, of okay. course. It's 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 right to left. Okay, <laughs> I'm just making sure. Uh, uh, I don't know if I can remember the actual delivery he gives. I know, I know, thirty-seven, thirty-seven. Yeah. yeah, there's that. Uh, that's <laughs> obvious. I mean, if you're choosing two quotes, well, well, the thing on the well, the thing on the the right is the actual line yeah. from the manga. Yes. The thing on the left. <laughs> 37? Not even supposed to be your day. It's a picture of him looking exasperated and face-palmed. Yeah. And it, uh, I, it's got the 37 in a row? <laughs> it was, uh, there was a particular uh, conversation between Keyfrey and Origio, and Keyfrey had a heart at the end of his little speech. And which, like uh, which which volume do you think it was in? Uh, two? <laughs> two or three? I don't remember. Um, it, it kind of blurred, all blurred together. I just kind of read it, this it, all. I mean, a, it's manga. It does. Yeah, I mean, it's that's, it, that's by design for how heavy, how text heavy is. It reads really fast. It does. I mean, it. I don't know. It kind of should. It's just rolling hills of gorgeous ass artwork. I can't find it, but I—that's I, what I picked. I picked up on, and even before that moment, that felt very like these two used to date, and that's kind of why I think it's. I—I I don't know if that's canonical in the text at all, but I kind of gave that. That was always that was part of the reason why I thought like Alrugio was kind of lenient towards Keyfree. Knights Morales. I just found uh, Alrugio saying it. That would make me like Alrugio more because, as it stands, all his whole personality is like i frown and have a beard yeah he's not that he's, no he's, he's not really he's, much of a person he's not I, a mean, like, I don't know like character a lot of characters are not particularly well-rounded and and rich in a lot of manga and this is not exactly something that i would go to um no it's very simple looking for 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 that kind of thing i just like i I did learn another another dare type. Um, there's there's coup dare. Do you, do you know about the dare types? I have no idea what you're talking about. Like yandere or sundere. Oh, okay. Heard, heard I've, I've heard of I've heard of sundere. Yes, I've yeah, sundere. Yes, this coup dare. The 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 long haired girl is is I would say coup dare. It comes from from uh, cool kuru. Yeah. So it's just someone that, I don't know, just doesn't talk and stares at you like she does. I don't know. I, it's one of my, one of the things I hate the most in, in anime and manga when someone's personality is they just stare blankly at things. Is that, like uh... Fucking Ray Ayanami from, from, um, goddamn Evangelion. Is that the, you're talking about Rich, Richie? Or are you talking about? Uh, is that... I have all the names up here. Let me find it. Durka durka durka. Yeah, Riche. Riche. Yeah. Riche. I yeah. like I like uh, Agate. Agat. I don't know how to say that, but I like her a oh, lot. Oh, the uh, blah, 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 blah. let me find the damn names. Yeah, Agate. I think is enough. Let me see how the. I mean, it's a, It's the same name. name again. Same name as a uh, a gem. So I... it's uh, yeah, it's Agat though. So it's Ag Agate. Whatever. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I, I like, I mean, I think that largely she is the, you know, the other girls and like the shopkeeper boy, like they get some stuff. Not a lot, but yeah, they're yeah. they're not they're not flat. Like I like the main character. I like Agate. I like I like the boy character. Like I think it's it it's enough. You yeah. know, it's like it's, the the main character has main character itis. You know, it's it's not a lot. You know, and they really they they really don't address too much that her she fucking killed her mother i was about to say um, that exactly they just they 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 just like okay whoops forget about that <laughs> we're gonna be sad about that in three books and then nothing's gonna happen <laughs> and that's whatever that's fine like, she's, like this she's, is an excuse to draw pointy hats apparently that's very much like it's like if you're like oh she'll be fine don't worry we could probably reverse it. I just really need to get to these bad guys. I don't care. Um, mm. We can probably fix your mom. Maybe. You don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Yeah. I, I put up some briars around her. They'll leave her alone. Yeah. She's fine. She's just going to be a stone. She's going to be a statue for a while. It's okay. I mean, I think, you know, your mom turned to stone in a in a briar patch. Like, a, that's very, like, like, roses and shit. That's very romantic. Very fairy tale. No, yeah, this is it's very, very much, uh, I don't know, there's a lot of, I think the word Ghibli has been thrown around in every... Oh, it's fucking super Ghibli, it's ridiculous, it's so perfectly, like, like Miyazaki has made Japan fall in love with Europe. Like, in the fucking 80s and 90s, like, Japan was obsessed with China, and everything had a Chinese aesthetic, and now everything, like... All the buildings look like little little European towns, little hamlets. Mm-hmm. Little little hammies we call them. <laughs> who's 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 we? You got a mouse in your pocket? I, I mean, yeah. Is it? I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call my mouse Keyfrey. That is how his name is said. Keyfrey. 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 Mm-hmm. You don't have to say it like that, though. Okay, I they're, like. They're I, trying to. They're trying to. They're trying to katakana point you to Keyfrey. I like Keyfrey. I like Coco. They're the they're our main characters. Uh, mm-hmm. I like, frankly, like we were looking for something hopeful and optimistic and sweet. Yeah. That okay, one hundred percent. That's what this is. This is like there's some you know there yeah mom gets turned into a statue, but Coco is still like one hundred percent like thank you. Oh, you sent me on a mission where I almost died. Thanks. Like an earnest, super earnest, very sweet and kind, and a like very like hopeful main character. Even Keyfrey himself seems to, even with the shady stuff that you kind of see around the edges of him, that does. I mean, I, I don't mind that. It adds to his complexity, like you said. Uh, he's still like very positive and does it isn't like he's a good witch, not a bad witch. And we, I think we're gonna. Mm-hmm. I think that I think the book does do enough to like adds in that little extra levels of gray about the witch society and witch culture where oh yeah witches have this magic and they can only help people and that's great but also oh they erase your memory if you see anything happen and they've erased lots of people's memories for a long time oh yeah and then there's these bad witches they wear brims they hide their faces but there's also like good witches that are totally assholes and idiots so 
some like hey it's not cut and dry all right there's there's a little there's shades of gray in here um i mean you're not really representing the you know reality if there's not assholes and idiots true but i mean i think that ultimately because the book's main character is this little girl who's super optimistic and loves magic and loves the idea of doing it and helping people it overrides everything else it, this book is very much this book made me feel like it in it it would it picked me up enough that i finished a chapter today in my in my manuscript i was stuck on it for like two days and it's just like oh mm-hmm. well, i feel like you know it's it's earnest and it's like hey you could do it go ahead and i'm like all right yeah i will yeah thanks i think i think in, we do need our our light-hearted fiction and our low stakes like i People are making fun of the decision to to bring sports back, but I I think that that emotionally people need stupid shit like sports. I feel like it's it is it is good for us in the long run. I mean, I think this book is just like very much like hey, a bunch of people who are trying their best, and they're the, all the guy, everyone in it, like or. Well, most of the people in it are good guys. There is the creepy brim tat guy who teleports them to Dragon Town. Yeah, this is a strange little little interlude. And it's a cool dragon. Their, their solution is let's make him a, a magic bed. I know that's it's so cute. It's very much it's, that, that it's it's pretty goddamn cute. They have like straight up like I don't know like a whole chapter where they're talking about how they want the bed to be. And how how are we going to magic engineer this bed with with little scribble drawings? And it's fucking it's it's very sweet. Like, what's not hurt the dragon? Let's just give him a nice, comfy bed. Yeah, and then he'll be then we'll be friends. Yeah, he'll fall asleep or something and we can get out of here. Then it, it it works. And then you're like, OK, that's all I right. guess that I mean. It's a dumb book about little girl witches solving the problems of their world with cuteness. Like I like drawn by someone who should hopefully one day, if there's any fucking justice in the world, will be called a master. Like this is fucking like this person's going ham on some goddamn artwork here. Yeah, it's I again. I we've just kind of been like oh yeah the art is beautiful it's master it's masterpiece level art and then we're just like oh the story's cute we're like it's hard to like just talk say over and over again how stunning this book is and how often you just look at a page like ah, wow it's it's like that just like you just turn the page you're like wow that's incredible look at the look at the storytelling in it look at the layout look at the 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 construction. On top yeah. of just, you know, it, it's it's as good as any comic artist I've ever seen. Honestly, when you talk about like storytelling, like no, I'm never confused at what's going on in this book. The faces and panel layouts can co- like convey emotion beautifully. The environments she's drawn are absolutely stellar and gorgeous. Like it, it feels so very real and actualized. It's tremendous like this is a i feel like we don't deserve this book it's so good 
Yeah, the fig- figures look great. The facial expressions, face acting is top notch. Mm-hmm. Like everything's top notch. All the art is top notch. And frankly, like we, how much we talked about earlier, Eric, about you, like, oh yeah, there's a lot of artist writers uh, who don't know how to tell a story, or they're not mm-hmm. professional writers. And they just lean on their art. And her art is good enough where you could, she could easily just be like, oh, yeah, my art. Yeah, the story could be a lot shittier than it is. It's not that shitty. No. I, I, I feel like maybe there, I don't know, it, it has some of the same problems that some manga does. And I will I will add the writer to that, that to a Western reader. I think about, I mean, I've, I've brought it up at least uh, once or twice, uh, Kisha Tenketsu. Um, do you know what I'm talking about offhand? No. It is a uh, structure for telling stories that I will say most Asian stories actually adhere to better than what we would think of as like a three-act structure or whatever structure. And it's just basically is introducing characters and then a twist happens and then there's you know resolution like i I would say basically anything miyazaki follows it most manga follow it it's just sort of in the dna of um eastern storytelling you'll see it in china korea japan all this stuff the the person that brought it to my attention was actually hiroshi tanahashi that's a professional wrestler. We talk about him a lot. We do talk about him a lot. I forgot to watch his goddamn movie this week. It's 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 cute, just yeah. like this. <laughs> just like <laughs> well, that's good. Um, I don't know. I can't. Yeah, I'm gonna. I will be at some point buying all of the physical copies of all of these books. Yeah, th- I feel like this is like we're reading this digital. You really need print versions of manga because they look fucking even on shitty paper they look beautiful yeah i will be 100 percent as soon as the japanese bookstore near us opens up again in whenever it's nice of you to not get them from amazon yeah i'm gonna go buy my my gut instinct was like i'm gonna get it from amazon I, maybe i'll maybe i'll see if one of my my lcs can uh, pick it up but uh i mean kodansha this is published by kodansha so you, mm-hmm. they probably can get it I, I would that, assume so. I they assume would have they... to special order it for me, which is, yeah. I'm fine with. I, I, this is not a thing I need to rush out and get immediately. I can I can wait two weeks or however long. It did. Honestly, they would probably get it the following Wednesday. But yeah, I will be purchasing all of these in physical books, and I will I will own all whenever this is collected into some. I hope I. You know what. This, whenever this is finished, this deserves an oversized special. Mm-hmm. No, I want that. I, I mean, I don't know. Most manga is drawn to be shrunk down to little tomes, but I would, I would want this. I would want it blown up. It's gorgeous. It's incredible. Yeah. Or maybe what? If maybe I don't know. I wonder. I think there is like a manga, like page size, like a standard. Mm-hmm. Uh, mangaka like page kind of like we use tabloid in in the united states well well maybe not maybe maybe not in europe i don't know i assume i guess that is an american thing um 
but I wonder I wonder what size they use that fits to this form. I would want it to be that size is, is what I was awkwardly moving towards with yeah. all that rambling. Yeah, it's I mean it's it's worth this is the kind of book where you're like, oh I'm gonna buy it four times over my life probably where you're yeah. just like you end up owning it multiple times and giving away the old ones to people who you're like, hey, here, read this. It's great. Own it. It's yours now. I have the gigantic thing. I don't need this anymore. Um, I don't know. I feel like I could... We, we can't say enough good things about how beautiful the book is, but I, I do like the story quite a lot. It's nothing like... It's like it's nothing like groundbreaking. It's you know, it's a story about witches and magic in, you know, a European setting, but it's very cute and very charming paired with mm. masterful art. There's a lot of good to be said about it. It is really, really quite good. Yeah. I was delighted to read it. This is this is an artist that I want to I, I want to get these. I, this is the thing that needs to be on my shelf. This this reminds me of why I love manga. Yeah, it's it's frankly, I I like it's not. I think it's. I imagine it's the cute the cute the cuteness of it that is not like I don't haven't seen. Like I'm not super tapped into manga fandom, but I feel mm-hmm. like I follow enough people that this would be more popular or at least more it float through my circles more often. I've only seen it like once or twice people mention it and cause it's spectacular. Um, anything else you want to say, Eric? I don't think so. I'm, I'm happy to be excited about manga and, and this, uh, virtuoso manga artist that I was previously unaware of, you know, she does covers for DC also. Yeah. Marvel and DC. Which is just like they're really bizarre to see, but they're they're I mean they're fucking superlative, obviously. But it like her you should look at her Wonder Woman drawing. It's as good as you would imagine it to be. So that's it for which hat atelier Williams one through three atelier pointy pointy hat pointy hat atelier pointy hat art studio pointy hat art studio. You, That's what it. I'm going to call my my art studio. Pointy hat art studio. It's only pointy hats. Only. Only. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. F- fuck your non pointy hats. Oh, you just got a baseball hat. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I know. I've got. I literally, I have three baseball hats in my studio right now. I'm a real. I'm just such a hypocrite. <laughs> uh next time next episode we'll be talking about uh james bond volumes one and two by warren ellis and jason masters uh this is the this is ian fleming's james bond uh i think we read a single issue of this back back when Mm -hmm. it first came out uh but it's this is violent dirty uh action murder man that's basically just like God intended. Not suave, debonair James Bond. This is like hit people with crowbar, crowbars, James Bond. So we'll be talking about that next time. Uh, you can read along with us. Um, that'll do it for us today. Uh, we are the Handsome Boys Comics Hour. You can find us at handsomeboyscomicshour.com. Find links to all of our stuff there, our Facebook, our Twitter, our RSS feed. Um, if you like the show, please follow us, like us. Subscribe, tell your friends, 
do all those things on your podcast app, uh, whichever one you use. Give us five-star review. All those things help us out. Help us find new listeners. We appreciate everyone who does. You can find me online on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. My website is RobbieDorman.com, where you can find links to my other podcasts and links to purchase my novels, including my newest, The Split Circle. Eric, where can they find you in your things online? Oh, what a, what a lovely question. You can see my portfolio at freewillunlimited.com. And you can see the other things I get up to. EricZGoodnight.com. That includes Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. I'm known on all services as EZGoodnight. Well, that folks will call it a day. Have a good one. Rock and roll.